Today I want to help demystify meditation. At its core, meditation is mind over matter. And I want to do this by telling you the science behind what happens when your brain thinks of something and how you have a physiological response towards that thought and how meditation can decouple the actions that your brain tells your body to do with every thought. Hey, it's J-Rom. Thanks for tuning in to Your Universal Mind, the transmitter to the universe. So let's get into it. Meditation has been helping me the older I get because instead of me going out and trying to party and figure out ways to deal with my emotions, I'm able to figure out a way where I can be at terms with the way that I feel. And what ends up happening is that a lot of times we form habits that we are unaware of. Day in and day out, we take actions and we have thoughts that are coupled to that actions that, that trigger a certain physiological response. And we a lot of times aren't aware of what happens until we take a break or maybe we go on vacation or we just do something where we break that pattern. And then we tr have trouble figuring out what it is that's happening. Why is there a disconnect between our body and our minds? And that is where meditation comes in. It helps you bridge the gap between what you're doing and what you think you should be doing. The way that we feel is a result of our thoughts. Our thoughts help trigger certain feelings within our bodies. For example, if something is a negative thought, or if, say, for example, somebody tries to piss you off or says something negative to you, you'll feel negatively within your body. And that is a result of hormones being triggered and released within your physiological system. Now, the way we think and the way we feel has that direct correlation. But what ends up happening is that if we have the same triggers, the same people or things or external stimulus, then we will hardwire ourselves to feel a certain way whenever a certain thought comes up about that person or event. So, think of like an annoying friend that you had in the past. Every time you think of that person, you feel a certain way and you kind of want to separate yourself from that thought. Or if you have like a weird aunt or some kind of family relative who just makes you feel a certain uncomfortable way. That is what the hardwiring is that I'm referring to. Certain external stimulus should not give you such an external and uh, sorry, certain external stimulus should not give you such an instantaneous response, especially a physiological one, to your thoughts. <laughs> Case in point, one of my friends just called while I was in the middle of recording this podcast. The way that I felt was immense joy and happiness that my friend is calling me. My body is releasing certain chemicals within my system so that I feel this level of joy, and that is originated from my thought. Now, if you sit down and meditate, a lot of times the idea that we have in meditation is that we think of a monk or we think of some kind of mystical being, like Buddha, for example, who sits under a tree and just achieves enlightenment. But this is not entirely the purpose of meditation. The purpose of meditation is awareness. When you sit down and just don't attend to anything for five minutes or ten minutes, the, rest, the, restlessness, the restlessness that you feel from the external environment that you're in gives you a good idea of where energy is being pulled to. A lot of people are exhausted with their daily lives, their 9 to 5s or whatever it is that they're doing, but they don't understand why that is. If you take about 5 or 10 minutes to just sit down, and meditation doesn't require you to be on the floor, you can just be sitting on a chair, or just being away from something or everything for 5 to 10 minutes, you'll realize that your body will start to feel restless, especially if you're a busy person, or you'll start to think about certain thoughts. This is okay, because what you think about helps you kind of be aware of what it is that your attention is being drawn towards. For example, last night, or actually all of last week, I just really was having a difficult time trying to finish moving places, a lot of uncertainty in my life, and when I was younger, maybe five or six years ago, I would drink a lot. I would just go out and party, do my thing, and just kind of forget about stuff, and then wake up with a hangover, and have more anxiety because I did nothing to quell 
the problem that it had to begin with. Now, I'm not against this kind of, I guess, self-medication because I used to do it myself, and it, for some degree it does help. But the problem is that it doesn't help you solve the issue that is at hand. You still have to wake up, and not only do you still have that problem remaining, you now either have made a ne negative decision <laughs> based on the drunkness, and you kind of did something you weren't supposed to do, and you're hungover. So now you have to deal with the problem that you had before and while you're hungover, and while you probably created more problems for yourself. So I wanted to go out and want to drink and have a good time and just kind of forget about the worries that I was having, but I forced myself to meditate five to ten minutes a night. And some nights, I mean, it helped, but I was still kind of just like trying to figure out my thoughts. I was anxiously texting friends at like one in the morning. I was, I was feeling crazy. I was feeling insane. But this makes sense because I'm trying to make a very large life transition right now. Uh, moving into a new place, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, uh, jobs, everything. Everything is happening. And so when a lot of change happens, it's uncomfortable. The thing that we need to do is that, to understand first of all, that transitions happen in everybody's life. How we deal with these transitions allow us to either get to the next level or stay at the same level that we are until we learn our lessons. The lessons that we need to learn is how do we cope with change and what do we really want in our lives. By understanding this, by understanding what we want, by understanding how we can most effectively deal with the growing pains, we can then kind of choose to figure out what is the goal that we will achieve by doing so. So when I was meditating at like 1, 2, or 3 in the morning, I realized that my, my ideas and my attitudes, they were kind of just swimming around in my head, and what I felt about the external environment was actually pretty crazy. I mean, I had my phone sitting in front of me, and how many times I wanted to reach over to the phone to text somebody or to do something helped me realize that I have some kind of dopamine addiction. Like, I really want that attention, I really want to text somebody and let them know how I feel. But in reality, I should not be having this sort of uncontrolled response to an external stimulus because, because, this means that I'm basically developing a chemical dependency and the chemicals within myself. A lot of times we think that it's the external chemicals that will cause the most harm to us, but in reality, it starts from within. If we feel shitty and we feel insecure and we feel a certain way about ourselves, that will cause us to seek the help externally. And a lot of times that help is not something that is going to be good for us. So, while I was meditating, I realized how many times I wanted to grab my phone, how many times I wanted to listen to music, how many times I wanted to drown out my thoughts, how many times I wanted to regress to old deviant behavior, but regardless of me wanting to do it or not, in those 5-10 to 10 minutes, I was able to resist it. And that's the most important thing. A lot of people think that, oh, once you meditate, you have to like go up, uh, get out of it, and then not do things, resist, and whatnot. I mean, that's fine. You can if you want. For me, I still, after I meditated, I was still kind of restless, I went to my phone. Right. But that doesn't mean that my meditation was useless. It means that for those 5 to 10 minutes, I was able to gain awareness of what I was feeling. Now, if I increase that time every single day, my meditation practices will not only gain a greater awareness of what I'm doing, but it will extend into 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's a gradual process. I mean, redoing the hardwiring that you've conditioned yourself to do over years is not something that can happen overnight. But if you make the conscious decision every day, you have to remember that gradual change leads to the big ones. So do some meditation. I'll probably do an Instagram video about it. I'll share my, my really quick tips. You know, there's nothing really mystical about the way that I meditate. But hopefully, I want to share it with you that it will help you to sort of figure out and have more awareness in your own life and where you want to go with it. It's Sharon. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you at the next podcast.